Oilers, you got a great offense with Connor McDavid. So I have them sweeping them. Yeah, well, well, I don't think you heard my point. The San Francisco Giants have three more in the 2010s than the Rangers have in their entire history. So, yeah. Uh, it's hard to get back um, and to get back-to-back wins. And I don't see the Lightning doing it here, so I have them losing to the Hurricanes in six. We don't talk about the 2010s because the 2010s had the Astros. And if the Astros didn't happen, the Yankees was a 1-27 in He's he was close to Frank Reich, and they want Frank Reich back, so that's what they got. It's their discount, Frank Reich. Kaprizov and the rest of this crew, Jordan Greenway, who doesn't get enough props. Um, he definitely is somebody who needs to be mentioned more. Hi, this is Julie Dobbs. You're listening to Outsiders Opinions with Kevin and Austin. What's up, y'all? Welcome to our NHL Opinions of the Week. I am Kevin, and I am joined by the man that uh, I'm looking for answers from this man, Austin. What is up with Kane? We were talking about this before, and I'm just like, why don't we just talk about what's up with Kane? Because it's a really rough time in NHL, but it's also because of Kane. And I'm shocked. Why hasn't someone offered him, or why hasn't he taken an offer yet? Yeah, it's it's, it's a great question, Kevin. I... I... I honestly don't know, and it's we were talking about what video we wanted to do for the NHL because we're waiting for other stuff to happen, but it really came down to, well, if we're waiting because of Patrick Kane, like Kevin suggested, why don't we just talk about him? I, I, I was mentioning the fact that the Bruins have lost two of my favorite players in Bruins history, and then we also traded away Taylor Hall early this offseason. Uh, Bergeron and Krejci retired. But if we had added Kane, I wouldn't feel as sad about it because that the additional scoring kind of makes up for the loss in defense that we would lose with Bergeron and the kind of loss in offense we'd lose with Taylor Hall and uh, Krejci. We go more of an offensive route. But with him not making any decisions yet, and he has the right to take his time, but we are wondering why is it taking so long. Yeah, and my thing is, it feels like a long time to be on the market for someone of Kane's. You said pedigree, so I'm going to steal that from you. I know he struggled in the playoffs last year, but still, he's only 34. He'll probably, he may be 35 this year, but for a team competing like the Bruins, why not sign him and offer him a deal? And it just seems when a guy's been on the market this long, someone is misjudging the market. Yeah, and that could be either GMs or Patrick Kane. I feel like Kane is definitely still worth a pretty heavy value. He's a great player, and even though he did struggle in the postseason per his averages, he still had six points in seven games. So it's not like he was extremely poor. It's just that we usually expect more than that, and the fact that he only had one goal in the playoffs definitely impacts his rankings for some people. But – I, I feel like either one of two things is really happening. Either uh, Kane is expecting a lot more money that he's uh, going to receive, or he's just taking a vacation and is not really worried about where he goes at this time. Yeah, and um, another thing, I just pulled up Patrick Kane's stats. Um, I, I'm not going to go into plus minus, but I'm looking at games played. Last year, 73, year before, 78. Dipped down to 56 in 2020-21. But that was, uh, that, that that was, was a short year, year. Oh, yeah. okay. So, 
Yeah, and then you got 70, 81, and then... By, by the way, by the way, you say 56. 56 is every game. He played every oh, game really? year. Okay, then yeah. So he played every game. And I feel you can miss some games in 73. I think he took some games off when he was figuring out tri- like the Chicago to New York. I feel 70 games is good. Like you're missing 12 games, especially in the NHL when everyone's playing hurt. Yeah, and if you go back to... Uh, He's basically played every game for a, a good portion there. So 27 years old in 15, 16, 82, 82, 82. Missed one game in 18, 19, but then played every game in 19, 20 with 70 because that was a shortened year. Okay. Played every game in 2021. 20, that was a shortened year. And then missed four games and then missed nine games. You're not really missing all that many games for a player of his uh, caliber. And it also is just surprising that no one wants that continuous uh, production. It's not something – he hasn't really had a major fall off. I know last year, for the first time in his career in a very long time, he had below a point per game. But 57 points in 73 games is nothing to scoff at. Yeah, I agree. And um, I know he was traded from, the, the, from Chicago, but why – it was because Chicago was terrible, and they're like, yeah, we should get something for you. And he formed a super team, or what was, I would say, a super team in New York. Um, and I'm surprised New York doesn't want to sign him back. And um, I, I would have thought Tarasenko would be on the market more than Kane. But Tarasenko also went to a weird destination, in my opinion. Yeah, that that is that's true. And I, I do feel like he wants the, the perfect deal. And... While that definitely means that he'll have to wait longer than some other players, I do understand why he wants that. I, I don't think he wants to go to a team that he doesn't feel like he won't have a pretty solid opportunity to win it all. Yeah, um, and if I were to give destination, I think the Bruins are good, uh, good choice. I like the Rangers just because it seemed like he wanted to go to New York. Uh, I really can't think of anyone else. Well, um, well again, the problem yeah. with going to – uh, Boston is that we'd have to clear a cap. Now I'd be totally fine clearing cap to get, uh, to get Patrick Kane, and I think that is a big problem with a lot of teams. Is that that's because he's waited so long. Cap is going to have to be moved for him to get any sort of deal. Uh, for example, the the Dallas Stars are over the uh, the salary cap. They they're so they can't. They're going to have to somehow get rid of about 300,000, which means they probably get rid of one of their lower guys. But a lot of teams do not have the salary cap necessary to make a major move. And, uh, I mean, Boston is kind of in a similar situation, even though they do have cap room, they don't have much. So the uh, amount of play they have with their roster is very, very tight. And, Kane is definitely going to command more than the a bottom three guy on your, uh, of your forwards. Yeah, um, that's a good point. Maybe it's the salary cap because I know they flattened the salary cap during 2020 um, because of the COVID year. So that could be it. But um, I really think if a team really wants them, they'll figure out something. They'll do some salary cap magic. Yeah, I, I agree. But will you do the salary cap magic for – if he wants a little bit more than you're willing to offer. I, I just feel like there's more circumstances than what we're all being told. Uh, 
and I do think that could affect how other teams are pursuing him. If he, if one, if one GM's like, well, he's asking for too much. Do you still want to go and ask him what he's asking for? Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, yeah, I, you have really good points, and uh, on this issue, and of course on other issues, but with Kane, I really it just is shocking to me because he's one of the best, and um, he has great playoff experience. Um, it's just why isn't he signed? That's the big issue for me. Yeah, it's an issue that I think a lot of other fans have and are are wondering. It's just will we find out before? Uh, I, I mean, eventually we will find out, but you just hope it's before preseason starts. Yeah, that's shocking because I understand, guys. I'm looking at who's right now, like some of these guys or it looks like they may have signed but really when you get to this point you're getting close to preseason we're thinking about preseason it just seems like a guy of Patrick Kane's caliber should not be listed on the available free agents yeah it's not in, I mean in every sport you rarely see basically the preseason marks the beginning of the year even if not every player is playing in those games understandably so for rest or for concerns of injury, usually guys are at least on rosters. I mean, we've seen this in the, uh, the NFL that the first week of preseason, we see Zeke or Dalvin Cook getting signed. But by really when we're starting to get into the bulk of it, week two, we're seeing everyone that is a major player for their team getting signed. And just the fact that Kane could go into the preseason teamless is something that's I would say is pretty rare in today's uh, age of the uh, NHL. Yeah, I agree. And uh, yeah, I almost want to compare Kane to the running back issue we saw, but I feel that's very disrespectful to Kane. Yeah, Kane's somebody that every team would like if they could just add him without any cap worry. So I, I do feel like he's not necessarily the same situation as the running backs but i understand what you're saying because he's still available just like all those running backs were yeah so uh yeah i think that's we can end it there um it's unanswered and it won't be answered till kane signs and uh we'll definitely report you on that and uh any final thoughts austin nope yep that's all we got let's know in the comments if you have an answer to kane uh we'd love to hear it and we appreciate you listening to outsiders opinions